Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech Athletics Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. Alright, what is it, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your host game instant reaction, Texas Tech defeating Baylor 39-14. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Man, I think uh, I think Taj Brooks broke Baylor. Hell yeah, he did. Don Williams, if you're listening, feel free to use that as your headline tomorrow. 31 I'm sure he's listening. carries, 170 yeah. yards, five and a half yards per carry, which is absolutely ridiculous. His longest run of the night is 24 yards. So 31 carries of five and a half yards of just beating the crap out of Baylor's front, dude. Love it. Love every second of it. I wish uh, uh, a little bit that Valdez was able to get in there and get in on the action, but it was really Brooks's night. Yeah, Valdez, I think he, what, he had six handoffs? He had six carries for 21 yards. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that was the the hot hand, to put it lightly, how well Brooks was able to run the ball. I've already got Nathan in the YouTube comments saying that he was calm the entire time. Yeah. Never got down once. Definitely didn't say the offense was going to blow it. So, see, we're all growing. We're all growing together. Not a pink raider in this. Not at all. In this group. The, every, all of us had level heads the entire game. At half, when it was 17 to three, I was frustrated. I was like, we're playing yeah. like crap. Like, I felt like we were losing the game because of how things were just not going well. You had a two touchdown lead, and Baylor could not move the ball. They couldn't run the ball, excuse me. Um, they were able to throw, I mean, they threw for 324 yards, a couple big, big plays there. I hated that. But they finished with 30 carries on the ground michael you know how many rushing yards Seven. not a lot team <laughs> 17 total rushing yards tonight that is a 0.6 yard per carry average yeah i kind of found that interesting you know they went to the freshman they went to pendergrass in the third quarter and it sounds like they did that too against ucf he, he didn't have a lot of carries we talked about him in the preview most of his carries this year came against long island but he was effective on that drive he only had the ball let's see he was handed the ball two times for 12 yards but he caught four passes for 41 and then it seems like 
after that drive, he was never heard from again. I know that didn't all come from that exact drive, but it was, it seemed like a concerted effort. Okay. Obviously, you know, we're not moving the ball with Richardson. Let's try to, or, or Reese, you know, they barely handed it to Reese. So let's try something else. And they did, and it kind of worked. And then they never really went back to it, which is fine by me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely fine. When it happened, when, when he was, eating our lunch uh, for those, those few plays because he was the one that was was catching those screens and taking it, um, whatever the distance was, plus one yard. Um, <laughs> we got frustrated and I said little farm boys eating our lunch. And then I looked it up, Michael, hometown, Mineola. I was right. Oh, there you go. Nailed it. Um, chose Baylor over offers from Arkansas and Texas Tech. Uh Finished his high school career, Michael, with 7,400 rushing yards, averaging 275 rushing yards per game. Good, good gosh. <laughs> so, per game? Probably more than just a little farm boy, but yeah. dang. Yeah. Uh, well, I, he was like 6'2, 215 or something on top of that. He was I, a big boy. I don't know why. He's just, sorry for everybody just tuning in. We're, we're, we're kind of going ham over Pendergrass because he was uh, he was like the lone bright spot in their offense, except for a couple of blown coverages. But he was. You say uh, that though. He yeah, had two seventy five. Yeah, fifty three total yards. But it felt like anytime he touched the ball, it was like, yeah, it was on a pivotal moment in the game, or at least for for Baylor. Um. Will Shapen survive his O-line? Will any quarterback survive Texas Tech pass rush going forward? I'm just kidding. Well, uh, you know, I, I had a friend I had a friend ask me this. The ace man asked me this. <laughs> you always say a friend. Or just, just say Adam. Just say ace. It's, it's always, I have one friend. <laughs> I have one friend and it's Adam. So he he brought up a good a good point on the text. Like, hey, is 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 our front, you know, Defensive front, are they finally figuring it out, or is Baylor's O line just that bad? And I, I tend to think the pessimist in me believes it's more the latter than the former. What do you think? Probably you're, you're more, you're no, better at seeing, you're better at looking at line play than I am. I, I, I mean, I would say it may be a combination, but it probably starts off with Baylor's offensive line being really, really bad. But you know what? What that could do though is that could help ignite fires it could it could get monkeys off backs it could get people excited like all right i i got it i did it let's let's figure this out and move forward right yeah like, the dang lids off the basket let's go linton but had yeah, that, what, three sacks great. tonight and we're like dang like this is where we needed like we needed him all, all year and he's finally playing and 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 maybe as we heard in the broadcast or the radio broadcast. I, I don't. I don't know who I was listening to that because I know they were in the Discord. A lot of. Uh, a lot of. There was uh, people upset <laughs> with our our radio call, um, but I bring that up because they mentioned uh, on the radio call that Linton had been dealing with a lower leg injury, and that he had finally uh, completed his rehab and was was maybe the healthiest he's been all, all year. So. Um. Maybe we were, maybe I was a little too uh, unnecessarily harsh on Linton's contributions if he was playing injured. That's but, not like you. No, but like Miles Cole that's, that's also, 
also was in the backfield. Uh, Duda Banks in the backfield. Like, again, so like these are guys that have shown flashes and maybe it takes a, a bad offensive line to, to get, like, like I said, some uh, excitement and, and, and confidence going. Um, Cause you're not, you're not getting a bad offensive line next week. Uh, yeah. And, and speaking of excitement and confidence, here we go tonight defensively as a team, three quarterback hurries, four breakups. Uh, and let's see what it was. 11, 11 tackles for a loss. Four forced fumbles. Yeah. Four sacks with one, two, three, four different players getting in on the action. Um, I, I just couldn't, you, you know, we can point to a couple of, of bad plays or a couple of Baylor didn't convert many third downs, but you know, the handful they did were pretty crucial for them trying to get back into the game. But the defense I have, I, I mean, what issues do you have? Do you have any with today aside from, like I said, the fourth and five? Yeah, we can, we can go into that, but just the way they played to allow one touchdown, the entire game, um, one field goal was because of a fumble, a very rare Taj Brooks fumble. So I'm not even really going to go into that too much either, but the defense basically on their own allowed 11 points. Without the aid of a turnover, providing a short field for a field goal. When you win by three touchdowns, Michael, like it feels stupid to nitpick. So no, I don't have any, any issues with the defense tonight. Um, because of the very small number of plays that you could be like, you could be frustrated with the defense, whether it was the yards to go plus one pickups they had on third down, um, that blown coverage on fourth and five. Like we're talking about what, four, five plays total. Um, but you look at the rest of the night. I mean, I understand that Baylor um, had a pretty, like they had a really good passing night. And part of that has to do is they were playing from behind all night. Um, they couldn't run the ball and then they were down. So they had to, they, they had to throw it. Baldwin had himself a night. We, we knew he was capable of, of, of big plays and, and he, he showed out, right? Like you got a blown coverage, whether it was um, a missed assignment um, on, on man or uh, they just didn't pass off the receiver in zone. Uh, either way, it didn't matter. He was wide open. Uh, and then rabbit. Um, I mean, not a terrible angle, but just a bad angle to, to, to play the pass and was playing the ball um, to try to break up that throw. And when, when he missed it, there's just nobody left. Um, so again, like when you beat somebody by, by, by 25 points, no, I'm, I'm not going to nitpick and say, well, oh, man, if we can just clean those up, we'd be really, really good. You held a team that just absolutely ate your lunch last year to 17 rushing yards. <laughs> And they did it by just pounding you over and over and over again on the ground. 
Was this I'd your like Super to point Bowl? Out. Maybe. <laughs> but you know what you did with it? You beat their ass. Yeah, and I'd like to point out too, we've been third down distance has been kind of a a point I've been harping on all year for our offense. So today, Tech's offense average of third down distance was 5.3 yards, but Baylor's offense, that's what I wanted to point out, average third down distance, 9.2. They just could not move the ball against this defense. That third down average to go for Tech, uh, top of my head, the shortest has been all year. I think so too. I think we saw five or six even against Tarleton State. It was kind of that range even for that game. Of course, a lot of crazy things happened in that game, but I, th- I think that was probably the the closest it's been. And and really, the offense, as much as they stuttered and kind of had some issues, like you said, I mean, 39-14, when it was all scored by the offense this time, there were no defensive scores. There were no special team scores. Uh, the most points they've scored – offensively all year, I believe. I'd have to go back and double-check Tarleton State, but, I mean, how much are we going to count that one, really? So, despite their troubles and despite what looks like an obviously hobbled Baron Morton, they still managed only two three-and-outs. One of them was in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, the, the, <laughs> the first one was right after an excellent 11-play, 75-yard five minute, 14 second scoring drive. And then they go three and out and you just kind of start to think, Oh crap, here we go. But, but no, that is not how it went. Uh, There were a couple of short possessions due to the fumble uh, turnover on downs, the interception of course, which was just one play, but yeah, we, we could nitpick the offense a little bit, but just to go on the road in a place that the announcers love to point out that you hadn't won there since 2007, uh, I guess never in that stadium. So 39 to 14 against a big 12 team after having a victory against a big 12 team, this, the whole stack and success thing, getting two conference wins in a row is huge and getting one on the road is huge. We may look back later, later and say, okay, well that Baylor team ended up five and seven, four and eight, whatever. Today, Tech won on the road, which is something I was not really sure they could do. Well, you hadn't beaten anybody on the road with, with the pulse, and and you, you may still not have, right? Like Baylor may end up just terrible. Um, but before tonight, it was your last road victory was Kansas. Yes. Um. So. Oh no! It was Iowa State. It was Iowa right. State last year. I was Iowa State last year, and then. Uh, Kansas then it was Kansas. That. Yeah, your last two were Iowa State in 22 and Kansas in 21. And that's 21 Kansas, not 2022 or 2023 Kansas. Yeah. Who put a shellacking on UCF today. Just absolutely. They talk about imposing will. I think they had two running backs with over 100 yards, almost had three. Wish it was two running backs with hundred yards. I tuned in and watched one of those drives, you know, just a little bit today. I was, I was just kind of messing around the house and I thought, man, I would love if tech had a drive just like that. And they had a couple of them tonight. It was, it was really fun to see just very few passes, just pounding the rock, 
taking care of business, scoring touchdowns. Let's go. I love that I'm carrying comparing tech to Kansas and going, man, I watch some more of that. Let's 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 see that Jayhawk football. Let's see what they got. Okay. You brought up drives. I want to talk about how the game started, Michael. I think okay. it was six plays in a row that it wasn't like it was it it was a combination of, of running it and, and, and throwing it, but it was six in a row or whatever it was where it was Taj Brooks. It was just Brooks. Um, it was like, obviously the game plan here is, is get Brooks the ball, feed him, right? And we've been clamoring for this and it continues to work. It continues to just wear people down. Um, your shortest touchdown drive was the three-play, 14-yard drive that you took the ball over right there at the end of the game. 23 seconds. Any other time you scored a touchdown, Michael, you were running clock. Three minutes and one second is the shortest touchdown drive you had in terms of uh, time. You had a three-minute, one-second, 5-14, The other drive you scored on was a field goal. was a minute eight. And you went seven yards. Like when things were working, you were just doing it all over the field, up and down the field. And, it really and even nice. def- defensively, it was consistent. You know, last week, they obviously changed the game plan. And uh, DeRuder talked about it, about how they were going to defend Smith or defend against Smith. Um, and, you know, in, in this game, we talked about, I think they ended up with, what was it, 11 tackles for a loss, Tech's defense. Ended uh, up with 11 yes, tackles 11. for a loss and mm-hmm. six sacks. Well, they had six tackles for a loss and three sacks in the first half. So it was almost even Steven on that. It's not like they, well, we're going to ramp it up in the second half or, oh, we thought we could do this. It's like, no, they came in with – a, a winning game plan and were able to successfully execute it the entire game. I don't think they had to go into halftime and say, well, we've got to change a bunch of stuff. Mm-mm. I think they just were, Hey, you guys are doing it. We just got to get some plays to break our way on offense and it's going to blow up. And it did. It feels nice. It does. Did you want to do a quick look around Big 12 just so we can kind of – I mean, Kansas State's obviously the, the big one. That was the Friday night game. Surprised with that Going one. to Yeah, let's, let's, let's yes. look around the conference. I was too. You know, Kansas State went into Stillwater. Stillwater went up 10-0 in the first quarter. And then just so – I say Stillwater went up 10-0. Yeah, the, the Stillwater Cowboys. They never led. I mean, Kansas State – was down the entire game, lost 29-21 to a not good Oklahoma State team. That game looks a lot more winnable to me now than it did, and especially after tonight, it looks a lot more winnable. I, I think it's going to be um, a very physical game next week, seeing I would, those two teams go at it. I would love to see Friday night Will Howard in Lubbock next weekend. 15 of 34, oh, sure. four and a half yards per 
uh, average one touchdown, three interceptions, QBR 42. Yeah, hopefully this isn't his trip to Lubbock is not the get right game. It's just a it's it's the hangover game. Now they were pretty good on the ground. Uh, thirty eight carries, two hundred and twenty yards, five point eight yards per attempt, two touchdowns, long of seventy. That seventy yarder was Will Howard on a touchdown. So if you take out that one run, you know you that changes everything else, but. Howard was nine carries for 34 yards instead of 10 carries for 104. Um, that 5.8 drops quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, I, going into the season, like I was like, man, Kansas State's going to be tough. And it, it, we've talked about it of your toughest games remaining. Uh, they were second highest in terms of what's t- tough. Uh, up there with Texas, but man, if if that's a road, if Kansas State is a, a team that struggles on the road, you've got a blueprint to do what Oklahoma State did to them. Do it at your house, at the time where you were figuring out your offense, your run game specifically, your run sh- rush defense is getting better, getting better and better. Um. Yeah, I would I would hesitate to say like Will Howard try to beat Tech through the air, but like pretty confident in a rush in defense right now. Um, well, and I'm 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 glad to hear that because I alluded to Kansas earlier. They won at home, fifty-one twenty-two against UCF, while amassing three hundred ninety-nine rushing yards. On 51 attempts. They threw the ball 12 times, Michael. (laughs) And scored 51 points. It's a point per carry. Uh, 7.8 yards per attempt. Part of that is a 75-yarder from Devin Neal, but he had 12 carries for 154 yards. Daniel Hishaw, 19 carries, 134 yards. Long of 29, so his 7.1 yards per carry is pretty dang good. Dylan McDuffie, 13 carries, 91 yards, 7.0 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Long of 36. I mean, pretty good little rushing attack. Yeah, not too bad. Not too shabby. So Something something to keep an eye on. uh, Oklahoma State wins on Friday. Kansas takes down UCF 51-22. The Big 12 was drunk this weekend. I mean, outside of like yeah. Texas Tech winning, because I, I think that was the least weird of all the outcomes. Uh, Oklahoma takes down Texas in the Red River rivalry shootout, whatever yeah. they would call it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I can't. 34 to 30 in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. Um, Oklahoma takes the lead with like 30 seconds to go or whatever it was. Um, they had their way with the Texas rush defense. I mean, 43 carries, 201 yards, nearly five yards per carry. Texas ran the ball 40 times for 156 yards, just under three, four yards per carry. Um, and Quinn Ewers, he looked pretty good, except for his touchdown to interception ratio was backwards. 31 of 37, 346, one touchdown, two interceptions. 
Hey, shout out to Last Sunrise here in the YouTube chat. They just got out of the stadium and said that was awesome. Thanks for joining, man. Yeah, what a what a cool you know, th- that's a really cool game to go to. Did uh, a night Baylor game which thanks to David Collier, I didn't realize and, you know, obviously the Cotton Bowl and Jerry World, but I didn't realize this is the first night game in Waco that Texas Tech has played since 1999. awesome i mean it part of that has to do with bailey's just been so bad for so long over that stretch but. yeah that that their good stretch was during the time where they weren't playing at home yeah we were playing them in dallas it's too bad uh and then the last big 12 game iowa state at home takes Ooh. down tcu 27 to 14 iowa state figuring things out on offense <laughs> also also uh, intercepted Chandler Morris four times. Ooh, TCU had three different quarterbacks attempt to pass. Maybe, maybe. Oh, uh, are they having are they having injury issues like they maybe. gave to every other freaking team in the Big Twelve last year? I don't want people to get hurt. It's just that was a a troubling pattern. So they had three different quarterbacks throw the, the four interceptions. Josh Hoover who finished the game with the most yards, 119. He was 11 of 19, one touchdown, one interception. Chandler Morris, 10 of 16, 94 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. J.P. Richardson, the running back, I think. One attempt, one interception. He's a receiver. Sucks. (laughs) That's what you get for having non-quarterbacks throw the ball. Uh, What's his face? Browse trying to be too... Too tricky there. But even they had a good day on the ground. 37 carries, 185 yards, 5 yards per carry. Iowa State, oh my gosh. 37 carries, 215 yards, 5.8 yards per carry. Rocco Becht well, is their quarterback. What a name. What a name. Yeah, should, Is it time to start walking back the whole, well, I wish we played Iowa State this year. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't, don't wish that now. I don't care. Too I'm early playing. to say that. I don't not playing them so yeah not they don't scare me um <laughs> yeah all right uh you want to talk about morton 19 of 26 sure. 180 yards three touchdowns one interception which was just so bad you just had a fourth down stop got the ball back and literally threw it right back to him yeah that looked like one of those throws where well it, it was bad and whether it was injury related or not, it was still just about the worst possible place to place that. Especially when you had when he was open. I, I can't remember the receiver. That's awful. I think he was Aiken. Oh, okay. He just and so he, he had him streaking had to, down the sideline. Had to, had to slow down. The corner caught up. Yeah, with Morton, what I'm hoping is Tech can get through this K State game. And then they have their bye week, right? And then the Thursday game against TCU. TCU, yep. So, you know, that would be great. Um, you know, if, if Morton's still a little limited against Kansas State, hopefully Tech can still move the ball offensively like they did tonight. But, but yeah, it, part of me feels like that throw would have been made if he'd have been completely healthy, but 
I don't think the coaches have a whole lot of a choice right now. Yeah, BYU and, before TCU. Uh, it's Kansas State, BYU, then TCU. Gotcha. Well, okay. BYU, and then we're off on the 28th. Dang. I had my bye weeks mixed up. I was hoping we, we were coming on one quicker. I thought we had one after K-State, K but shows what I know. So we're also right in the middle of where all the Big 12 teams are kind of rotating. Uh, who, who has the week off? Um, we we talked about that in the preseason, how there was like this block, like a two or three week window where every team's going to have a bye week. Um, and we're there now. BYU did not play this weekend, uh, but neither did like Kansas. Sorry, not, not Kansas. That was stupid. Um, Cincinnati, Houston. Houston. West Virginia. West Virginia. That's what it was. Oh, I got Kansas stuck in my head there. All right. Anything else you want to touch on, Michael? I mean, it was dominant when there were times where it was, it just, it felt a little closer than the final score to indicate. Um, you were in control basically from the first time you had possession of the ball when you drove down the field. Um, to the end of the game. I mean, it was wire to wire. You led the entire game. Um, you never, I mean, you were only tied for as long as you had the ball in the first drive. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think all I'd wanted to add was Texas O-line played super well. You know, Cole Spencer was out. Tharp was out and, you know, he's technically part of the O-line. Cup was fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Price had his moments. They're obviously trying to get him more involved in the offense. I would have liked to have seen uh, – oh, I blinked on his name. Not Bradley. It's a fungi. Man. McCray? No, no. Oh, well. But anyway, I'd, I was really impressed with the guys that stepped up uh, on the offensive line were able to – protect Morton until I think the fourth quarter Baylor finally got a sack on him. But just this, this Baylor defense, what we saw tonight reminded me a lot of what we used to see as tech fans on the defensive side of the ball, just missed tackles, just completely getting manhandled too mm -hmm. slow. Couldn't bring down anybody. Yeah. yeah. It was, it felt good to be on the other side of that. Oh, just does. knowing that. Okay if we want to hand it to Brooks and he gets one yard this play, all right, fine. He'll probably get seven the next time we hand it to him. It's, this is just how this is going to work. This is what we're going to do. Try to stop it. And they couldn't, it felt really freaking good. Especially when it was like, it wasn't just that Brooks would, would, you know, line up on third and two and get three yards. He would hit the right. line and then bounce out for 10 more after that. Uh, that last, Touchdown, he broke out, ran at 18 yards. Um, I mean, it was just fantastic. I mean, there were times when it was like he would hit the, you know, hit the line and and pick up just a couple of yards. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, like how many of his rushes were fewer than three yards. Probably you can count them on, on one hand. Like he was just that automatic. When you hand him the ball, he was picking up five yards. Um, you mentioned the receivers. Uh, Price had 10 catches. Nobody else had more than two. 
uh, Cup, Aiken, McRae both had, or all three of them had two. White, Bradley, Brooks all had one. So through the air, it looked like it was going to be Price, and, and maybe that was a um, a piece of the game plan based on Morton's shoulder. Um, you know, we weren't throwing it deep downfield a whole lot. Um, but there were times when he threw the, like, you know, roll long throws to the sideline. Um, they were fast. They were on time. They were on target. So I, I don't know if I would believe that his shoulders bothering him or, or maybe it is, but it just like, it would limit how many times that he, he can make those throws. But if that means that price, uh, is getting more looks over the middle, is that Baylor Cup more looks over the middle? Mason Tharp, let's do it, man. That, yeah, uh, and let's let's set up that beautiful, beautiful play action that in RPO the red zone. To, to Cup oh, was just yeah. a thing of beauty, man. It was just Jet gorgeous. Skin. Yeah. Yep. You just knew it was coming at some point, or you hoped, you hoped that it was coming, and it showed up and it couldn't have just been he couldn't have been any more wide open. And and you know, Texas Tech. Guys went on the road to a conference opponent, won by 25, and threw the ball 26 times. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. I mean, whatever. The main thing is getting getting the win. But if Tech's able to do something like this, throw for 180 yards and win by four touchdowns, yes. Please. Has a lot to do with the defense too, man. Oh, yeah. All right. If there's not anything else from you, Michael, not anything else that we need to talk about from the stream comments, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We will have your Kansas State preview on Tuesday night. Check back in right here on the 23 Personal YouTube channel if you want to do that live with us. A little after nine Tuesday night. Catch it in your podcast feeds later that night, Wednesday morning. That'll do it for us. For your instant reaction, Texas Tech taking down Baylor 39-14. I'm your host, Spencer. For Michael, we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.